everybody. We'll gather back together again. And um, I want us to spend some time actually praying and prophesying over Basingstoke, particularly, and a few other things to share prophetically for Basingstoke. Um, and to do a couple of little prophetic exercises together to just to scare us just to, but easy ones. And, um, but anyway, um, feedback from Carol. Come on, Carol. Carol, come on, give her a clap. Um, Carol just shared her feedback with me. So it was the, it was the prophetic word about the creative and, and not just one form of creativity, but multiple genres, and then the fi finishing off with the healing hands, and that the Lord is working in different ways, blah de blah So share, not, I didn't say blah de blah but anyway, share a little bit, just briefly with us, about the feedback. Thanks. Try to, try to pracy. Um, always been very creative. Used to draw... Um, model, sew, uh, embroider, all that sort of thing, dance, I've been through lots of different things. Um, and then uh, it's particularly exciting for me at the moment because um, all, all of my sort of like things have been shut down, sort of like you do them and then I, I run, don't have time to do them and then one of my children picks it up and they do it. and. Uh, some of you will know that Lydia's a fashion designer and um, uh, Megan did a lot of art and stuff like that. But um, then, um, I, I, then I, I didn't tell you this. very sad thing happened is, is, is I got, I've got um, a medical condition that means now I cannot dance. And that's uh, very, very grieving to me because I do it for the Lord. Um, and um, then God just spoke to me just a couple of weeks ago and told me to start writing. Um, and so I have started to write. And it's something that you can do from sitting in a chair. Um, so that's great. Um, and the healing hands thing was just like it's been part of my walk with God that he's always been showing me, praying for the sick, ways of doing that and putting me in the position of doing that. But only, you know, like once this month, a year down the line, there'll be another one, you know, so it's just like, it's a trickle, a little tiny trickle, uh, so it's very exciting to hear that, you know, to be encouraged to do more of that. What, what's the physical condition causing the, you can't dance? Mm. Has it got a name or? Uh, it's called dermatomyositis. Oh, I wish I hadn't asked that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's uh, so something that basically, um, it does affect the skin, that's the dermato bit, um, uh, but it also, um, the, the, the major thing is it, it, it attacks the muscles, so uh, particularly the big muscles, so muscles in my legs, uh, arms and shoulders, um, and, uh, but it comes and goes. So at the moment, I'm in a good place. If I'm in a bad place, I might not be able to get out of the chair. Yeah. Yeah. Is anybody medical in here? Any medics? No, I'm just wanting them to pray. Any medics? No? We're praying anyway. <laughs> Anyone got faith for physical healing? Retired nurse, up to the front. You, sir? 
faith for healing, yes? Why I'm asking about the medical is because God, we know God uses the medical uh, giftedness that he's given them anyway and the supernatural healing at the same time. I hope everybody knows that theologically is right. So we're just going to pray for Carol. Are you all right if people lay hands on you? Please, sir, would you lay a hand on this lady's shoulder? Yes. It, well, we, Father, we just come in Jesus' name. Lord, where a gift has been given of creativity of dance, now no longer, Father, come upon her body, come upon her muscles, come upon her... Um, the, the skin and all that, that's related and the, the way in which it, she's been affected and we pray for healing in Jesus' name. Just pass the mic round. Everybody pray. Father God, you are the God of miracles and today we ask for a miracle of healing for Carol. Lord God, nothing is too hard for you. You know her desire is to dance for you, Lord, and we just pray that you would restore this to Carol in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. For this reason, the Son of God was made manifest to destroy the works of the devil. He came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. And by his stripes, I decree healing from the crown of your head, be made whole in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Great. Continue to pray, but let's just um, begin to move around. And this just little exercise, I just want you to first of all go and sit with somebody that you don't really know very well, just moving around the room. I know nobody, Christians don't like it when church leaders tell them to do things like this. But could you just move around initially and get together with somebody, just in twos, somebody that you don't know, please. And when you've moved around, I'll tell you what we're doing. Some of you might know everybody, but... Come on, this is a prophetic workshop. Okay. Everybody in a pair. You can be in a threesome if you want, or a pair. Come on. Brilliant. Okay. Two or three, two or three. Right. You can stand up or sit down, whatever you want to do. Okay. Right, everyone, this is what we want you to do. You're in with, there's two of you. Okay, so you could already start to have a prophetic word for that person, or you may not. You may have a scripture for them. If you haven't got either of those, what I want you to do is look at the person and ask the Lord to give you a color for that person. Which color, this is one of the prophetic workshop ideas that we've used before, which color does that, does that person bring to mind? And why? 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 
Can you see that color? What do you think that color means? So you, if you have a prophetic word, just go for it. If you don't, ask the Lord to give you, for that person, look at the person and ask them for a color. Don't just automatically think the color that they're wearing. You know, when I prayed for Carol, I said creative, and she had a gray dress on. She didn't have a tapestry dress. So that was really interesting. So just go for it now. Father, we just ask you that in this um, prayer time, you will speak to each person. So we pray that you will open up our minds and our hearts to hear your voice and use each one of us in the name of Jesus. So we're just going to take literally two minutes to pray for each person. So four minutes altogether. Off you go. Just be bringing those prayers to a close. Just bringing those prayers to a close. Amen. Okay. Give me, um, give me a little wave if somebody has prayed something quite significant for you. If you've, ha if you received something that you feel is quite significant. Uh, all of us should be generally encouraged, but you had something that was quite significant, and you did, right. I'm just going to come and get some feedback. What did you have? Was somebody praying for you, yeah. this lady here? And what did she say? Yeah, she prayed, and when you mentioned about colored, she said she saw colored green. Green? Yes, which to me is something I've been asking God for, for a new life. For him to spring forward with a new life from within in oh, me. Wow. Yeah. So That's that was something so significant. So green, symbolic of new life. Yeah. You know, you see the grass and you see the fields. Yeah. And what God is going to do. It's outdoors in a way, isn't it? This, this yes. new life that you have. What you could do then is, what you could do then is ask the Lord, like you were asking me, what does this mean? And he starts to expand on it. But thank you. Well done to you for doing that. Did anyone else do colours, just as a matter of interest? Few of you did. Few of you did colours, and this lady prayed a colour for you. You for her, and what did she pray for you? Um, the colour purple that um, was royalty and excellence. And did it? Did it resonate? Did it was actually confirming a word that Nancy gave me earlier. So Nancy gave the word earlier and you confirmed with the colour purple and you received that. Brilliant. And this lady here, somebody had something for you. Is Andy praying for you? Oh, he's not fair that because he's a church leader, isn't he? <laughs> anyway, he's got the gift of prophecy. Go on. What was he saying? Oh, to me, Andy just prophesied over me and it has been what I've been through for the past three years. I've had a lot of people telling me that I will overcome it. I will come at the end of the road. And indeed, God is taking me through that journey. And I see myself at the end of the tunnel immediately. He said it again. And to actually confirm that the journey has just been from glory to glory for me. 
and indeed it's really enlightened in UK. Oh wow, that's that just let's give the Lord a round of applause. <laughs> Using us in this way. Um, there's a few other, we won't do them all, but there's a few practical ones that you could use other than colour. Um, I mentioned scripture. You could ask the Lord to give you a scripture for someone else. Or if a scripture just suddenly comes into your head, you could be saying, is this for me? Is it for my friend? Is it for my church? Is it for the town? So beginning to ask um, what is the scripture and what is God saying through the scripture. Then you could have a picture, a vision, something that you see, like the, we mentioned about the orange. It could be a color or it could be the moon or it could be a field. So it's a picture that you have and you ask him, what does he want to tell you through that picture for that person? Really good. Did anybody have a picture, by the way? Anyone round? This lady in the green had a picture. Do you have pictures normally? Is that your thing, Wendy, Nancy? So I had a, a picture for John, and I saw... Um, a load of uh, like plastic containers stored away. But when I looked in them, there was ice and there was fruit. And I felt like God was saying that um, for whatever reasons, John had stopped using his giftings. But they, um, that was okay because they'd been preserved in the ice. And God was, uh, then I saw the containers being opened and sort of chucked out and the strawberries coming out and that John was coming into a season where God was taking them out of the ice and he would move back into using them. Ooh, I like that one. That's fantastic. So that, that could be a picture. And if you don't understand what the picture is, what do you do? You ask the Lord, tell me what does it mean? <laughs> There's, you know, this one over here. So they're all coming out now. Um, so I had a picture of Charlie Brown walking underneath an umbrella with the one cloud and the rain um, coming over Charlie Brown. And KG um, had the interpretation of that, which was like the blessing of God and taking down the umbrella so the blessing oh, could come. I love that. That's amazing. Um, I heard a really funny one at the Spring Harvest meeting the other day. There's a, a lady called Helen Yousaf, and she, does anyone know Helen Yousaf? She does like prophetic art. And she was doing a prophetic wor workshop, and she had this random prophetic word that um, people were being affected by things, but because of what God was almost protecting, it was going to, that it was going to become like water off a duck's back. That was water off a duck's back was just going to be repelling all the stuff that was negative. And apparently they did a whole song and worship song and everything, which is all about water off a duck's back. I would have liked to have been there for that one because that one sounds quite funny. But um, it was really an interesting one. Um, so emotional feelings. Ask God to let you feel a certain emotion... And what does that emotion feel? So how, have, you, have any of you ever experienced this where you suddenly feel a sadness or maybe, maybe you've become feeling a bit fearful but you don't 
it's not to do with you, it's to do with the other person. It's sort of an empathy with what that person is feeling. Has anybody experienced anything like that? And you, you can, because of how you feel, and sometimes people even experience physical pain in their body, which is what, it's not their pain, it's for somebody else. You know, when, when you say a word of knowledge, somebody's got a problem with their right shoulder, is because some people feel a tingling in their right shoulder and they therefore know that's a word of knowledge for somebody in the room. I've never experienced that, but I know other people have experienced that. So it's taking note of those um, things. So those are just a few physical sensation. We talked about word of knowledge. And this is quite interesting. A lot of people think that prophecy is about the future, you know, what you're going to be doing in the future, but prophetic can also speak to the past and the present. So it can make sense of something that's happened in the past. It can make real sense of what is happening in the present, or it could be something with a future element, because it's not all to do with the future. It's to do with the now as well, and potentially the past, helping you to understand maybe why you had that experience or why those things have been happening and what is going on around you. So just tuning into those kinds of things. So let's do one more activation where we go around the room and change your partner to somebody else. Um, don't encourage that if you're a married person. Don't change your partner to anyone else. I just mean for this pr prophetic activation. Go and find a d another person. Let's go one more. Musical chairs, musical chairs. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Right, so this one now, you could be with somebody different. It doesn't matter if you know them a little bit. I want you to take on board the things that we've said, the, the word of knowledge, the physical sensation, the picture or the vision, the scripture. And so instead of a color now, you're going to ask the Lord to give you one of those. It's a physical sensation. It might be a picture. It might be a word of knowledge. It might be a scripture. That's a bit harder, this one, isn't it? So ask the Lord and then go into one of those for this other per person. Look at the person. What do you want to say to this person, Lord? How can I help them? How can I build them up, encourage them? And God is going to answer. So let's give five minutes for this one. No pressure.
If people could just be bringing those prayers to a close. If the Lord is doing something significant, just carry on. So can we just come back together again? That would be great. Okay, could I just see, can, can we come back together? That would be great. Um, did anyone um, send something very significant that somebody had for them that they can share? This lady, you were, did you want to share something? I know you could receive, you look quite emotional, you two. I don't know what, what God was doing over here. Is there anything you can share or private? So I was... Um, they're still playing. Okay. Thank you. In, in the break, I was talking to um, several people about um, Ways Forward, the organization that I run. Um, oh. It's quite scary at times. And so I bounce ideas around and people, um, then I judge what they say and how they say it and, and listen to God. As, as I go, and uh, Dorcas um, came out with um, a verse that is very dear to me. I've lived with it all my life, for I know the plans I have for you. It was also my daughter's verse when they got married a couple of years ago, and it was just a confirmation and a reaffirmation that God has got it sorted, um, and there's no need to worry about these plans, because he has them, and it's okay. So thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Penny. So the a scripture that could be very dear to you. Uh, maybe it was at your baptism or your um, dedication or at some significant event in your life, and then somebody brings that scripture. That's a really wonderful thing, isn't it, that God is reminding you. Uh, Linda, there's somebody over here. Um, well, I'm sitting here with Liz Jackson, and um, I, I, funnily enough, I've, I've met her through other people, but I've never actually sat down with her and, and chatted. So God gave me the scripture, uh, the word of God is stronger than a double-edged sword, and um, I just, I had this picture of a sword, of this gleaming, really heavy sword, and the, the point was down, and the hilt was, uh, she was, you know, it was just standing there. And um, just pray that over her, and uh, that she would have the courage and the power and the anointing in the world that she lives in. We, we do know Liz and some of the things that she does uh, and how much she loves our town, but that she would be strong enough to wield that sword, that she would be able to wield it, not for herself or for anyone else, but for the name of the Lord and for the kingdom. And we pray that over you, Liz, and we stand with you that as you carry that sword and all the various things that you do, the missions and the things God puts on your heart, that you would wield that sword higher and stronger and with more power than ever before. In Jesus' name. Actually, the Lord really wants us to pray over us. So can we just begin to pray? So, Father, we take hold of that sharp double-edged sword. And there's a warrior anointing on you, Liz. And I see you. It's a bit like um, the one where it talks in, in Kings about Elijah being on the mountain, defeating the prophets of Baal. 
going up on the mountain to pray and then running to Jezreel faster than the chariot. I just see this warrior anointing and you will be like the one where he sort of tucks his cloak up and so he can run faster. I just saw that of you. Um, a sort of faster speed coming and where things that have frustrated you are going to be shifted out of the way and you are going to have the ability to really run through barriers, run through blockages, take things down which have been opposing the Lord within this town and actually have a greater authority to speak to those things and just say, do you know what, get out of my way. Just move out of the way because I am running in the power of the Holy Spirit in a way that Elijah was able to defeat those 450 prophets of Baal. Similar with you, you have been trained up to do this work and you are going to run with a greater speed and greater authority. And we thank you, God, that things are going with you. You've got a strong anointing in spiritual warfare. And for that, we just ask you, Lord, that you would protect her and put on her the whole armor of God and be, be able to battle up against the fiery darts of the enemy and quench those with that shield of faith. And that she will do warfare in the secret places and also in the open air to be able to take down those strategies and plans of the, dev of the devil that you're mindful of in Jesus' name, amen. Just build her up, Lord, and encourage her. We pray in Jesus' name. I just want us to pray for Basingstoke. And, and is there any others who have really had a strong stirring to pray over Basingstoke? Maybe could just stand to your feet. You are a person who has been regularly praying for, and don't be guilty if you don't stand up, by the way, because this isn't necessarily calling on absolutely every single person, but you have that town in your sight and you have been praying for it. These ladies, these guys here. And the others of us might catch it as we're doing this. So then as you catch it, you might want to stand up as well. And we're just going to pray and prophesy over Basingstoke. And I don't really know much about this place at all. But what I had, and I think Linda has something she's going to share. I had Matthew 5, 14 to 16. So I'll speak that over you. Whether you are a resident of Basingstoke as in born here, or whether you came here with travel like Linda did, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And I feel what it is, is to do with n not being apologetic about being on a, a stand. There's something that, like false humility that comes along saying, oh, don't let's um, boast about our town. Don't let's, let, don't let's think that anything great is going to happen here. No, the Holy Spirit is saying to you, be visible. Let your light shine. Talk about it. Um, share it. 
this is a great place. We're building this place. We're making a place. We are putting it on a stand. We are coming to be people who own this place and who make it what the Lord wants it to be. Okay? So, Father, I just want to pray that scripture today is light. There's light in the darkness. These people are people that are like beacons of light. They're lighting this place up. There's going to be literally displays of light. I can see displays of light. I don't know whether it's a festival or something that you do in the summer or something that you're going to do at Christmas. I'm not sure. But there's a display of light coming. Something visual for people to see that is like a beacon, but multiple beacons that light up and that attracts people to come. And the Lord is saying, you are not going to be hidden any longer. You are not going to be overlooked. You are not going to be passed by. You're not going to be a place where people just pass through. You're going to be a place which is a place to be proud of. You're not going to be hidden or overlooked. So Basingstoke, we just, could remember you can speak to a place like Jesus spoke to Jerusalem. Basingstoke, we know the plans you have, Lord, for Basingstoke. So we just come and we want to be people who say, yes, we will be seen. We will be visible. We will let your name be known. Is there any evangelists here? Anybody with the gift of evangelism who likes to share the good news with other people? People who like to share their testimony? People who like to speak to strangers? Come on, there must be a few evangelists. There's supposed to be 10% of the population. Right. Uh, not the population, of the Christian population. That gentleman, that lady. Anyone else? Anybody want to be an evangelist? Come on. It's quite a lot want to be an evangelist. I just want to speak to you, activate that gift of evangelism, to share the good news, to share your testimony in a, in a creative way, to be a people who tell people about Jesus, to be visible, to let your light shine. So just bless those people, Lord. Linda, have you got something to stay in this place of activation and let's see what the Lord is saying. Uh, when we were upstairs uh, earlier, uh, we were praying about an open heaven. Uh, and God reminded me uh, of a few years ago where I was standing in India with a lady that some of you know. Uh, and I was literally standing under an open heaven. And... It is the most beautiful thing you could ever see. It's full of the seraphim, the cherubim, the heavenly hosts, the stars that God placed in the sky. And he blesses us with that. And that I want to pray that over Basingstoke. And all of you here who have Basingstoke in your heart. And um, this is what God says. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates. So, Father, we pray that those floodgates would be open upon Basingstoke, this town that every person in this room dearly loves. Father, would you do that through the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord? Would you anoint 
those people, Lord, who have your giftings, Lord, and open those storehouses of heaven and pour it upon this place. In the mighty name of Jesus, your son. Amen. Yeah, when we were, when Linda and um, Andy and Diane came to visit us in Manchester, I was showing them our miracle provision, which is this um, five million pounds state-of-the-art youth and community centre that we were given on a 22-year rent-free lease. So we've got like this, I'm not boasting or anything, but we've got this five million pound building with all the fixtures and fittings. I'm boasting a bit in the Lord. And um, I had a real sense that God was going to start moving. And I had this, I shared this word with them, uh, buildings and provisions for you guys. So I, I just feel that there's something we need to pray in faith here, that God wants to do an expansion and therefore, buildings and places and provisions have got to be made available to the, the people of God. So if anybody else is with me on that one, could you just come down to the front? Because I want us to really pray for the miracles that God wants to release in Basingstoke. You know, where you suddenly get given a building, it's, it does get your attention. It was pretty amazing. So come on down to the front, anybody that's got that. Wanting to ask the Lord for provisions for this town. And it's like an appeal. Instead of giving your life to Jesus, you're coming to get uh, miracle provisions. <laughs> Come on. Okay, we're, we're just coming forward, Lord, and these people. And we just want to prophesy over the miracles, provisions that you have um, yeah, Father, thank you. I can see a, like a, a greenhouse. It's um, a glass-built built thing, and it's packed full of um, things that grow, okay? That's what you do with the greenhouse. Uh, but it's visible. You can see inside and you can see out. And what I feel God is wanting to provide for you and build for you and maybe uh, make available to you is something that is more visible to the outside not not something that's a building that people go into and people can't see what's going on in there so there's something that's going to be on display so we i just see this greenhouse or this glass house where things can be seen from inside out and outside in it's almost like a church without walls church without walls it's um it may not even be known as a church it may be known as a community center don't worry about that you know it, it, it's going to be also known by the town as a place they can go to and a place they can be so just let the lord just enlarge your heart for this so it may not look like ch traditional church it may be different but it's a place people can hang out, be, belong, be part of. Even before they know about Jesus, they can be part of it. So it's a church without walls. And I just want to just pray for you today that you see it in your mind's eye, that you long for it, that you ask for it. It says in Matthew 7, 7, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you find, knock the door will be opening. It's a continual asking. Lord, we want this place to be the display 
of your glory. We want this place where people can come and gather, maybe more than one place. Lord, we just come and we ask you to change our hearts, maybe where we haven't embraced this or to, to move in us, to make us able to see what your vision is for this place. Come, Jesus. I also have uh, the words um, Basingstoke, um, stoke the fire. Stoke the fire. And the fire that's within you, where it talks about um, fan into flame, that's it, fan into flame, the gifts that are within you. Don't hide it away. Fan it into flame and stoke the fire. So we need um, Gary on his guitar. We need to get into this stoke the fire thing because God, we've only got 20 minutes left, so don't hold back. God wants to do something now. He's sending his Pentecostal fire. He's sending a fresh fire. Uh, Go with what the Holy Spirit is doing now because he's saying stoke the fire, stoke the fire. Fan into flame the gifts. Come and activate the gifts of the Spirit and fan into flame, Abigail. Fan into flame the gifts that are within you and begin to let the Holy Spirit extend that and take it up and take it onto a new... He's talking about a new level. He's saying... Don't stay with the, the shallows. We've got to go into the deep. Deep calls to deep. Yeah, me? Deep calls to deep. Stoke the fires. Stoke the fires in this girl. Activate her flame, her gifts, her speaking, her prophesying. Go to a new level. Go to a new level, Rose. You are so anointed. I just pray right now in Jesus' name that you just go into the places with the, what the Lord has given you. It's like you've got a basket and you're just throwing stuff to the right, to the left, to the right, to the left, sprinkling, spreading, spreading the flame, spreading the good news. You're a flame thrower. You are a flame thrower. And you are throwing where you throw the flame is going to light something on the ground. And no one's going to be able to extinguish it. So just snuff out what the devil's been doing, what the devil's been saying. He is irrelevant. What you are carrying, gold. You've got gold and you're spreading it and you're throwing it and you are releasing the flames of God. into people, I just go for it. You're mighty in God. Mighty in God, this row here, just praying right now that the flame of God throws us right the way down this line. Just receive what the Holy Spirit is doing. Set a fire in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. I want more of you, Lord. Ask him. Ask him. Ask him. Ask him. Come on, let's sing it. Right across the room. Right across the room. Whoa. Sing it out. Send the fire down in my soul. 
Um, could I just ask, this is, a, this is a bit of a hard one, this, but when it says about I can't contain and I can't control, there may be one or two that just want to repent and you don't have to tell people what it's about or anything, just to go on your knees, to lie on the floor and just say to the Lord, ah, do you know what, I give up control. I'm just going to give up control right now. I'm not going to control what's going on. I just want more of you, Lord. So if that's you, just find a space, lay down or kneel down, and just begin to say to the Lord, I give up control. Because the Holy Spirit can't move where we're in. It's either him in control or it's me in control. I don't want to be in control. I do, but I've got to give that up. Because I want the Lord. It's either one or the other. Just anyone with me, just come and kneel and just say, I'm giving up my rights. I'm laying down my rights. I'm laying down the things that get in your way, Lord. I'm laying down control. I'm laying down my views, my opinions to be subject to you. In Romans, it talks about being able to receive a transformation of our minds. We want to have our minds transformed. In, in Isaiah, it talks about the old things have passed away. All things are becoming new. So we just laid down our control, Lord. This, we're doing this on behalf of Basingstoke, not just on behalf of ourselves, because we want to see God move more. We want more of the Lord, unless John the Baptist even said, less of me and more of him, when he saw Jesus. He's like, I don't compare to Jesus he was a prophet, and he still had to let go of that control. I don't know whether there's a controlling spirit in, the, in Basingstoke or whether there has been in the history. Something's gone on in your history. And, go, you know, you can forgive me because I don't know anything about your history. There's something that's gone on which has actually caused almost like division, and it's causing people to go to either one camp or another camp. The dividing wall of hostility. Right, we're laying down control today. There isn't going to be that dividing wall of hostility. We just break that down, Lord. Whoever's been involved in it in the past, we forgive them. We lay that to one side and we say, come let a new day come. There's a new day coming. You don't have to worry about the past because you've laid that down. And now I'm going to do a new thing, says the Lord. I think it's um, Isaiah 43. The old things have passed away, all things becoming new. Do not look at the past, but look at the new spring that's springing up in front of you. So we laid it down, we've laid it down, we've laid it all down. We lay it down, Lord. We lay it down. 
We give up control. We give up having our say. We just want your say. We want you to have your say. Your say, Lord. You, Lord. You, Lord. Forgiveness is so powerful. Forgive those who have offended you, who have hurt you. Even in the church, forgiveness. And let it go. And let it be released. Thank you, Jesus. Now I just want to turn from that place of repentance to that place of, right, what is this fresh vision now? What is this fresh vision? What does it look like? What do you want Basingstoke to look like in three years from now, in five years from now? You've got to have a plan. Without a vision, the people perish. There's no point in us saying we haven't got a vision because that means nothing's going to happen. Who's got a vision? Who has got a vision of what it looks like for the future of Basingstoke? Who's started to see a vision? Andy, just let this guy in the blue, what's your name? I wanted to pray for you anyway. What's your name? James, come on. Come on down. What's your vision? Or just even if you've got like a picture or a word or anything. Uh, so I was just praying and I saw uh, ripples and it uh, then became waves and it was wave after wave after wave. And then we were marching into Festival Place, wave after wave after wave. And um, it was the, you guys that came and stood here originally of um, being like, you want to just see the town go nuts. It was like, you're, you're the first wave, you're starting the wave. And, but, but the Lord is calling you to teach the second wave. And then they're called to teach the wave and the wave and the wave. And I felt the Lord really saying that there is, there is a new generation of people coming into this church and into the churches of Basingstoke. And it's our responsibility of you guys here to teach the wave so that they can teach the wave so that eventually when we march into Festival Place and into our town, wave after wave after wave, the Lord brings his presence wave after wave after wave. And yeah, it was just kind of cool. Just, just a small vision. <laughs> Just a small vision. Well, I'm praying. For, we're praying for you, James, and your generation. One generation will say to the other generation, "We're going to seek the Lord together." There's a there's an anointing. You talked about the the next wave and the younger ones. There's an anointing coming upon you. You've got a real massive anointing in leadership. Uh, actually, you are going to be one of the ones that's out at the front saying, I'm going to catch the wave, I'm going to ride the wave, I'm going to be surfing the wave, and I'm going to be navigating the wave and, and going in the direction that the Holy Spirit is going in, to the right, to the left, moving forwards, like you do when you're surfing, you, or you're catching that wave, you have to be so discerning to which, when it's coming, where it's going. You have got an anointing to serve. You've got an anointing to sail. 
you've got an anointing to lead, you've got an anointing to march forward and take new ground. It's like a kind of Joshua anointing. Um, God is going to take you to places that you haven't been to before. And you are going to really begin to see the fulfillment of your vision. So we just want to pray right now, Lord, that what he's just spoken out will come into being. And not only that, he'll have others with him that are ready for this. So we just prophesy over this next generation, Lord, this generation, that they will be people who will have already, actually, you've already relinquished control a long time ago. It wasn't even an issue for you. But you've been waiting for this to come. So we just pray that you just soak him and saturate him now with your Holy Spirit and set his heart on fire for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so the rest of the picture, mm. we had a bit of something earlier. Um, just the wrong army, that's all. <laughs> it was just the wrong army. You're in his army. You're to lead in his army. You're to lead the people of God. Okay? Yeah. Word for Vegas and Stoke. I'm going to give you a new heart. I'm going to give you a new heart. The history of Basingstoke is back in the early 60s, 70s. The town, as it was, if you go around anywhere in Basingstoke, you can see one road that used to continue all the way through the town, and they virtually ripped out the heart of the town to build a new town centre. And that has been resting on Basingstoke for years. A lot of people have never forgiven the fact that that actually happened. And I feel the Lord is actually saying, you're going to go and start afresh. I am going to give you a new heart, a heart for the town and a heart for the people that live in that town. Father, we just thank you and we just pray that you do that in Jesus' name. Amen. I think that's really interesting because there's a scripture in Ezekiel and I think it might be around Ezekiel 47. It talks about, I will give you a new heart and it's described as a heart of flesh instead of a heart of stone. And I think what you perfectly described what the Holy Spirit is doing right now. He's taking out the stone and he's putting in heart of flesh. It's completely different. It's feeling something so strong. It's, it's feeling, it not, it's not about something concrete. It's actually emotional. 
It's emotional what God's doing. He's giving you a heart of flesh. Some of you are going to weep. Some of you are going to be really broken because you're getting the heart of flesh. It's a heart transplant. You're actually undergoing a heart transplant in Basingstoke. And it's going to be so different with a new heart. So I pray for that, Lord. I can feel it right now happening. The heart of stone being removed. The heart of flesh being replaced in. And that beating heart, that pumping heart, a bit like those waves. It's moving. It's not it's not still, still, it's moving. It's, it's, um, in, in him we live and breathe and have our being. It's moving. It's moving forwards. Um, Andy's going to share something as well. You were going to share something before about a vision that you had for Basingstoke? Okay. I think you did. I think you put your hand up. Well, I, I do have a vision, yeah. yeah. Do you know, just... Um, uh, we, we were talking uh, about, um, Deborah just said about what is our vision for the next three years, five years. Next Wednesday, the church, one church is holding a civic prayer breakfast. Um, the, the response isn't great. We're not going to get huge numbers to it, but we've, in, we've got the mayor coming, the leader of the council, uh, the MP, we've got you know, the Bishop of Basingstoke and... Uh, the, the, head, the head of North Hampshire Hospitals is coming. Um, we'd like to have had a lot more, but the keynote, there's going to be three keynote speakers. One is the mayor who's got to speak about how he sees Basingstoke today. We've got the uh, leader of the council, who's new because the council's control of the council's just changed, and he's been asked to speak about Basingstoke, how he sees Basingstoke over the next five years. And then the, the bishop is coming to speak about how he sees Basingstoke over the next 50 years. Wow. So, we, you, know, we're, we, you know, that's giving us vision. And I, I would we would appreciate your praying over the, you know, for that event. It may be just the first of a number of events. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I just see, you know, we, we have got a lot of unity in our churches. It's great. You know, I don't, I don't feel division anywhere. There are people who have not joined us, but I don't feel division. We've got lots and lots of projects doing amazing work, and one of my visions when we began was that we become so essential to the infrastructure of Basingstoke that they cannot stop us preaching the gospel. Yeah. Right? And to a large extent, that's true now. You know, we, when we do a night shelter, they don't say, you can't preach the gospel. They just said, please provide the night shelter. Just do it, just do it, because we love the way you do it. So that's good, but what we need is to move up a step and be able to take on, you know, things that the council, you know, take on areas within this that the council can't manage to do. And, and we need new people with new abilities to be able to take us to that level. People who can think bigger than I can in terms of practically. I can think... I can think very big with vision, but in practically, how do we move to a greater place? And uh, there are people here who may be able to do that. And Liz, I just felt when I was praying for you, the word emerge came to me. 
And I, I just feel it's time for you to emerge. <laughs> you know, um, and we need others who, who can take us to the next level. Wow, that's amazing vision. Let's, let's finish by praying for um, that meeting on Wednesday m morning. Very significant, isn't it, when people put that word out, what is it going to look like in three years, in 50 years? When they voice that vision, that's going to be so powerful that it might even, Andy might even tell us, or whoever's there, some of the things that have said in this workshop might come out on Wednesday. That would be amazing. So, Lord, we pray for Wednesday morning, the civic breakfast. May not have huge numbers, but the right people there. And we want to pray that um, the words that are spoken are the correct words from you, from your Holy Spirit. The bishop might be inspired, the mayor might be inspired. There could be a scriptures read. There could be things voiced of the future, for the future, which are very significant. Lord, that civic breakfast on Wednesday could be a confirmation of what we've been hearing today. Could actually be a confirmation of that heart of flesh rather than the heart of stone. It could bring those scriptures out about the city on the hill, about the open heaven, about the different things that we've received today. Stoking the fire, fan into flame, the gifts that are within, all those scriptures, the prophecies that have come, that the wave, the wave upon wave, the new generations, God is doing a new thing. Those are some of the things. We just pray for confirmation Lord, you can influence the um, civic leaders, whether they know you or not. The people of peace, the people who have been put in authority that we've been told to pray for those people. We're praying for them now. Chief executives and of councils and of police and of people in authority, mayors and so on and so forth, that they will speak from, from your heart or find themselves saying things they didn't even know they were going to say. So we pray for that meeting. And Lord, we just pray for ourselves now, for protection of, you know, when you've done such a deep work in us, Lord, that the enemy won't come to steal away and to put doubts in our minds, whether we've heard you or not. Lord, we pray for protection and we pray for um, the rest of this weekend as we're here for some, uh, tomorrow morning here at church for the meeting in the afternoon at the hub and the meeting in the evening for One Church Basingstoke. All of those things, Lord, we pray that you will continue to work and move amongst us. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you, everyone. Thanks for coming today. Wonderful.